Hey, this is Jenny with our local Hampton Roads calendar of events. This weekend at Selden Arcade in Norfolk, my friend Kevin is putting together the Drawtoberfest Fair. Drawtoberfest is a thing that he does every year. It's inspired by the big draw that they, I think it started in England. It's a month-long celebration of drawing. It's not just for artists, but for everyone. Drawing is something that everyone knows how to do instinctively. We do it almost every day to exercise our minds, doodling, sketching, scribbling. We use drawing for problem solving, communication, expression, whether we consider ourselves artists or not. Drawtoberfest serves to highlight events in our community that feature drawing in various forms, and the Drawtoberfest Fair is a signature event that features several groups and individuals demonstrating various drawing activities, techniques, and even drawing games. Drawtoberfest serves to encourage everyone to draw and to eliminate the phrase, I can't draw from everyone's vocabulary. That's this weekend, Sunday, October 13th at Selden Arcade and Gallery in Norfolk. If you need more information, hit us up on Facebook, and I'll also post a link to the event on our show notes. Secondly, Mouthy Broadcast is now hosting ads for Project Wonderful. If you look over on the sidebar, there's an ad for t-shirts right now, but if you want to advertise on our site, I encourage you to click on that link and sign up for Project Wonderful. It's a great little community-based advertising system where you bid on your ads. It's a great way to advertise your website on any kind of budget if you have just a little money a lot so go check it out now on with the show crooning la 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 hello everyone welcome to broadcast we're here at monster fest this weekend at chesapeake Whoa. library and we haven't had a chance to go and look around yet but anyway i'm jenny I'm Lauren. Jen. Jean. Thank you all for coming in and thank you for having into us. into this tight little room with me today. It's like we're in a prison cell. <laughs> I know. We're all roomies. The podcast prison. Mm-hmm. Who's going to end up being my bitch? Mm. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me, me. <laughs> all right. So how's everybody doing today? Besides sweating our asses off in here. Yeah. This is a little awkward in here, though. It's like everybody's outside studying and... Yeah. yeah. Well, I I came out here for Monster Fest, which has taken over the first floor of the library, and uh, I'm dressed in some zombie garb. And being up here on the second floor around the studiers, it's a, I feel a little bit awkward. <laughs> all the all the normal like yeah. trying to be normal people. Right, right, right. They're just trying to be good little citizens, getting their GEDs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> their GEDs. <laughs> I wonder if they can hear us up there. No, no. We were, well, they, sort of. But we don't want to piss off the lady right outside the door. You know what I'm saying? Or she, she might be going to, to night school, getting a, get a diploma or something. Good I don't know. Yeah. She's studying. She's working hard, whatever she's doing. She's Jen, gonna, Jen went out, it looked like, to check and, and ask her if she could hear us. I said, we, we would try to be good because I don't want you to kill us at the end of all this. She looked really pissed she off did. while she you did. were talking to she her. She said, okay, well, I, I appreciate you even checking. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't that wasn't warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get punched in the face. Walk out the door. <laughs> well, maybe she'll go after the zombie first. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> maybe you, if I if I just act all aggro, like I'm gonna bite yeah. her, maybe she'll back. That's off. what I was thinking. You could distract her by like, <laughs> like I always want you to do that anyway, just cause, <laughs> just cause. Pick a mark and we'll do it later. Ah, uh, yes, I can't okay. wait. We'll find it. <laughs> all right. So, have you guys heard about this? This latest news with Miley Cyrus. I really hate that we're God. even still talking I about know. her. Man, fuck, 
Fuck Miley Cyrus. I know. But, she, okay, her latest video, Wrecking Ball, mm-hmm. she's just being a ratchet hoe again. Well, uh, have you guys seen it? Yeah. I have not. It's hot. I'm sorry. It's hot. I like parts of it, but mm-hmm. she starts doing the thing where she's oh, sticking my tongue out. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the tongue's a bit much. And then she starts licking a sledgehammer. She's like seductively licking a sledgehammer and... You know, the part where she's she's on a wrecking ball and she's naked and she's totally like naked. swinging into a wall, which, you know, it's symbolic. It's not really for me. The song is actually not bad. No, I agree. It, pop music, as it is, is in pretty bad shape. I think we can all agree on that. But but it's one of the songs that they play on Top 40 Radio that I find more tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm okay with the song, and I like the meaning behind it. I mm-hmm. like the you know the imagery and and even the imagery of the um, video. You know this wrecking ball slamming in. She's talking about you know tearing apart a relationship basically and being self destructive. And um, I think for her and the place where she is in her life, that's you know. Is she not seeing the irony in that at all? That she's completely wrecking her freaking career potentially? Right <laughs> I don't now? think she is seeing that irony, no. Yeah. I and think I don't that's know that lost she's totally, on her. She's not really wrecking her career. No, People no are I don't talking think about so her. either. You yeah. know, and it's a, it's a little bit different from when, you know, the whole Britney, you know, fallout crazy because she just went fell out crazy. Mm-hmm. This, it's almost like she's trying to sort of be like a Lady Gaga ish, knowing that, hey, yeah, yeah I, I'm, you know, I'm a slut and here it is. But, um, you know, but she's got a little bit of that. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Because this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is selling me. People are talking about me and this is, you know, this is working right now. Right. But she needs to be able to rein it back in at yeah. some point and not be like Lindsay Lohan, you know, <laughs> going on coke binges and getting arrested and all that kind of stuff. Well, the, the flip side is she might end up being like Madonna. I mean, Madonna and really Cher, too, but more Madonna started this whole like, let's make out with myself on the floor right. with a wedding dress on yes. right hump right. the floor <laughs> i mean she was going batshit crazy for a while but it worked for her i mean she's right. still freaking huge mm-hmm. everybody knows who she is and loves her so maybe miley's the next madonna i think if miley hadn't been a child star people wouldn't care about it as much you know you see her as a well yeah kid, hannah montana and now it's like <gasps> shaves her head doing to herself she's naked on a wrecking ball well if she had come out of nowhere as an 18 year old Everybody would have been all about mm-hmm. her sex appeal and not as shocked by it. Right. Um, that's a good point. I don't know. There is some overtness to what she's doing that's a bit It's a much. little bit bizarre. Yeah. Like, it's just, she goes beyond shock value into, like, what the fuck? Like, you, <laughs> like really her VMA think, performance? Yes, really? exactly. Yeah. Do you really yeah. think that's sexy? How'd you guys feel about, like, the racial connotations in that? I'm going to go there. I, I didn't know. see any racial connotations in that. It was, well, I didn't see, when I first watched the clip, because I, I wasn't watching the VMAs live. No. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know. I'm glad I'm not the only one that doesn't on watch you, that bullshit. <laughs> I just watched it on YouTube afterward. I was right. like, let's see what the deal is. And I wasn't paying attention to it. I was just looking at her and then looking at Robin Thicke. Um, the Doppler effect. Her... I love that he was wearing the Doppler effect. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> all her backup dancers are black. And they were all women. And, you know, they were all a lot curvier. You know, they all had asses hanging out. And she was, you know, smacking asses and and this and that. And people, I think, read into it way too much. They were saying things like, oh, it's the skinny white bitch being the center of attention. And the black lady is, you know, 
shaking her ass for her. Well, that's because black people can dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think and, white and I people think generally don't have even rhythm. That, as Miley proved <laughs> with her chicken ass hanging. But if out. anybody's going to get upset over that, I think that. They need to say, okay, well, that was the choreographer. Do you really think that this, like, you know, 20 year old girl was thinking about, oh, yeah, I'm better than the black girls? No, I don't think that. No, no. And men get to get away with this shit all the fucking time. Right. You know, right. Where is like Robin Thicke in all of this? Exactly. I mean, look at Chris Brown. Chris Brown has done whatever the hell he wants. He has done, you know, and, and he's done crazy performances on the VMAs too. And, he doesn't catch any flack for it. Maybe for 30 seconds, people say, oh, he beat up his girlfriend. He's a terrible person. But, you know, Miley Cyrus licks a foam finger and uses it like a dildo for a couple <laughs> minutes. And she's, you know. <laughs> if only you all could see that she's like semi acting this out it as she's awesome. describing it. <laughs> Dressed as a zombie. Dressed as a zombie. <laughs> In a 1950s party dress. <laughs> yes. Best part, <laughs> yeah. So okay, so Miley Cyrus came out and said the Wrecking Ball video was partially inspired by Sinead O'Connor, hmm. and Sinead O'Connor was like, "Whoa, what? Where where did you get that from?" So she like apparently all these people were calling her like to get her re- response, her reaction to Miley's announcement about this, and she was kind of like. She didn't want to say anything about it. She just dodged all their calls. And then she puts this letter up on the internet, this open letter to Miley Cyrus. And uh, basically saying, um, yeah, I don't know how, you know, where you got this from or whatever, but the music business doesn't give a shit about you. You know, you need to get some control over your life. Um, You know, basically just telling her to chill the fuck out, put some clothes on. And the biggest thing that I saw from the letter was her telling her they are pimping you out and using yes. you like a whore. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that I saw. Yeah. There was, I mean, it was kind of the same, same sort of themes, you know, just, they don't give a fuck about you. They just want your money. You know, when you're, you're old, you're not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, and who better to take that from than somebody that has been there. Right. Yeah. Went crazy. And then who was there for her? Uh, nobody because everybody slammed her left and right made fun of her put her out there mm-hmm. to be ridiculed and so if anybody was going to write that letter to her it should have been her true <laughs> right and i mean Sinead knows what she's talking about and you know i don't know i don't really give a shit about miley cyrus quite frankly well, in general but see now that this changes my opinion on it because i didn't know that miley had said it was inspired by Sinead o'connor mm-hmm. um it makes sense now because there were people slamming yeah. Sinead like, why, why the hell? Right. Why did you do this? You right. just wanted, you know, back in the spotlight again. Right. But that's she was what I she was drug into it, so she just yeah. finally. Yes. Res- and I think her responding the way she did was totally appropriate, mm-hmm. yeah. given the circumstances. Yeah, it was too. totally appropriate. And I did see a lot of people saying that you know she was like slut shaming her, or you know why did she write this letter like it was out of the blue? And I was like, you know, if it was me and somebody so-called was inspired by something i did and then you know, <laughs> and it looked like trash yeah and it came out like that i'd be like yeah just wh- what is what is this i don't <laughs> know <laughs> so yeah and then miley uh posted old tweets of Sinead's. that's when it took a turn for the worse did oh, you really? see that no, oh I yeah didn't see that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. miley went back a, a few years ago when Sinead was having a breakdown it was very public and it was all over twitter 
you know, she mm-hmm. made mistakes. Everybody yep. makes mistakes, but she was posting things like, um, my, does anybody know a psychiatrist? I need one. It's emergent. It's an emergency. And she was posting it again and again and again within like a three day time period that she was having a mental breakdown and it was an emergency and she needed a psychiatrist. Miley posts up a link to all these tweets and says, before there was Amanda Bynes, we had Sinead O'Connor. So as opposed to Miley Cyrus saying, hey, Sinead O'Connor, I don't appreciate your open letter to me. Thanks, but no thanks. She went and personally attacked her with those. So now Sinead O'Connor wrote a second open letter to her. It was like a big fat F you, Miley Cyrus, you motherfucker. (laughs) And and how dare you make fun of mental illness. And she stood up for Amanda Bynes as well, which I I don't think Miley should slam Amanda Bynes. You know, they're both products of child stardom Mm -hmm. gone wrong. You should, you know. I'm not familiar with Amanda Bynes. Is she like part of Disney? She she was a Nickelodeon. You would know her from all that. Haley's the right age for all that, isn't she? She <laughs> may be, but she didn't watch it, honestly. She had her own show called uh, The Amanda Show. She did sketch comedy for kids. Okay. And then she was in a couple movies throughout her teen years. Um, I can't remember the titles of any of them, but, you know. Let me write it down in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll link to some. I remember the cover of a DVD with. Um, her with a (laughs) teen adventure movie, 2004. I think that might've been the title. (laughs) She was, uh, there's a cover of her DVD where she has on a tank top with a British flag on it. And she's standing in front of two guards from Buckingham palace with the peace sign. Oh, Jesus. Why do I remember that? I don't remember the name of it. She went batshit crazy too. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Past in the past year or so, I she's been. That. I don't know. It was all over Twitter. You guys have I'm... to follow the eighteen-year-olds on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really haven't even been on Twitter that much lately. I've been kind of like selfish when it comes to Twitter. Like I just post things, mm-hmm. and then when people reply to me or say something to me, I reply back. It's and too just... much to follow it. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, but back to Miley and Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly when i first saw Sinead's open letter to miley i thought it was way too far um it's one thing to say the first one yes just, yeah. yeah the first one i thought it was too much i just thought um you know don't tell somebody they're being a whore it was i i really did feel like it was slut shaming you know it, miley is a grown woman she is a beautiful body she wants to do this or she would say no to the industry. I I honestly believe that. I believe it is her choice. If she, you know, when she first made the choice to start dressing more provocatively when she was in her late teens. When she got her hair cut. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was her decision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's still her decision now. If she wants to stick her tongue out and look the way she does, go for it, you know? She looks like such a fool in the VMAs. Like no. She just looks horrible. <laughs> derp, derp, derp. And yeah. like I said, I think the Wrecking Ball video is hot. It might be a little too much with the look in the sledgehammer. But that's, yeah, that's where it went a little Yeah, too but far the naked scenes on the Wrecking Ball slamming into the wall, that's really strong mm-hmm. and powerful and sexy, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Right, so. and I, I do think a lot of people had a problem with it just because she, they kind of watch her grow up, and it's like, that's... That's the little girl next door. She's not supposed to be doing that, you know? Yeah. What I didn't like, though, was after the Sinead, the first Sinead O'Connor letter came out, Amanda Palmer felt like she needed to step in and write her own open letter to both of them. 
And I was like, maybe we should write an open letter to all fucking all of them. Yes, we should. We should put our two cents into that bullshit. And we should go back and forth on both sides of the fence for everything. Yeah. Yeah, we should. We should get in our own fight and stir controversy. Like, I'm going to stab you, motherfucker. Miley's arms is hot. No, fuck you. She's a slut. She's awesome. (laughs) We'll be shot to fame in an instant. (laughs) That's how you do it, man. Sinead will be at our next recording. (laughs) Maybe somebody needs to get naked and swing around on a wrecking ball. (laughs) I'm all over it. Go down to, like, Norfolk, you know. This room is too small to strip in. (laughs) Get on the table. Somebody, now. (laughs) Table size. I can get him. I don't even have a pole. Jeez, table I guess size. Like a lamp dance. A lamp, lamp dance. dance. Yeah, that's about the height for me. That works really well. Oh, oh yeah. good times. So Amanda Palmer's thing is, it's probably closer to the best advice for like the average girl. Like it's, you know, she's proud of her body. Don't, don't knock her for that. You know, I don't know, but I just, I was like, who, who the fuck are you, Amanda Palmer? Shut up. I, I just, <laughs> coin operated boy sitting on a shelf. Did anybody write you an open letter about that one, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she did sing that, right? I have no idea. She in the Dresden Tells, or am I? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. I really don't even you know. You made me feel like I was crazy for a second. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just, you probably... still might be. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't remember that song? No, I, I, I tried listening to it was... some of her music and it just, it was all over the radio for like two months, ten years ago ish. Oh, I was still listening to the radio then, but I don't yeah, remember that one. How was I listening to? I can't remember what I was listening to it's called, yesterday. It's called <laughs> "Coin Operated Boy," and it's basically about a vibrator. Oh, she's singing a song about a vibrator. That must have been the two months I wasn't listening to the radio. Because <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that's that's like empowering women to not need a man, just get a vibrator. I guess I don't <laughs> know. Or, or told Sinead back off of Miley because she's she's she proud of her body and that's great. Yeah, she basically starts off ass kissing Sinead O'Connor like, "Oh, I worshipped you when I was a teenager." She did have a good point. I didn't actually read the whole thing because Amanda Palmer kind of just she too long did not read. T- yeah, TLDR. Look at this shit. Rolling. Good night. It's like a whole. Rolling. It's like a website. Yeah. It's, it, and apparently she wrote it all on her phone. So I guess she was really bored too. Which, you know, for somebody to write something that's that coherent on their phone, I give her props just for that. Um, I can barely make it through a text without some sort of spelling error. <laughs> what the one point that I did like is that she talks about how she and Sinead O'Connor had the opportunity to like be artists on their own private time true and you know kind of grow on their own where miley has always been in the spotlight and you know she's trying to prove something i guess and um i don't know like i said she i just basically got the the idea that she shouldn't be scolded for being sexy for you know, putting herself out there like that, which, you know, for the average person, it's probably not bad advice, but for Miley Cyrus, um, because she's, she's such in the limelight, she probably, at some point, like I said, she needs to be reined in just a little bit. You know, who's the only person that I think is qualified to give advice on this? Drew Barrymore. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Child star, teen alcoholic, you know, really went through a seriously rough patch. And she's successful, 
she's beautiful. She's, you know, not that beauty matters, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? She's turned out to have a fantastic life. Yeah. You know, I think that were she to be giving this advice, it'd be like, oh, that's great. Good. Mm -hmm. You know, way to go, Drew Barrymore. But I don't know. I I also respect her more for not weighing in on it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we need I some more <laughs> open letters on the subject. <laughs> would, would Miley Cyrus even listen to anyone, or would she no, just be like, "Of course not, whatever." Did you listen father. to anybody when you were twenty-two? No. no. I'm surprised her father hasn't come into the spotlight to voice his opinion. He's probably yeah. picking out her outfits. He's probably <laughs> finishing up his CD so he can come out and be like, "My daughter's such a slut." By the way, listen to my song. I got a new dance for it. It goes a little something like this. <laughs> I respect him more for not weighing in on it either. Like when you look at, uh, like when Lindsay Lohan, um, of course she's constantly in the drama, but her parents are always speaking out about it. Oh, like her mom, such, her yeah. mom and her dad—they're like such attention whores. It's like, mm, don't you don't need to do that. So. Uh, you know, again, I would hope that if he did have something to say, he would do the right thing and keep it private right. within the family rather right. than yeah. like having to make an announcement. Blast it out there. Like yeah. John Voight did that to Angelina Jolie. Oh, really? Yeah. There was something, I don't know what she was doing, but she hadn't been talking to him for like a year. And he went on some talk show and was like, Angelina, please yeah. call your father. <laughs> 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 She's got daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last line of Amanda Palmer's letter is pretty good. Let's give our young women the right weapons to fight with as they charge naked into battle instead of ordering them to get back in the house and put some goddamn clothes on. Woo! <laughs> Sing it, sister. Well, I ain't going outside naked, but... <laughs> no, I'm not either. I, I don't yeah, need to be no. cooking either. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'll drive naked. How about that? <laughs> I just won't stand outside naked. <laughs> well, then you're in a car. You're a little bit more protected. Yeah. It's funny because like, as I get older, um, I start realizing how I was raised to... I was raised to be ashamed of my body, period. <laughs> it was. <laughs> like, there's, there's no mild way to put that. It was, you know, I mean, we might Cover as well up. have been Puritans the way, oh, you know. That bad. I mean, and... I mean, it... We weren't. I mean, my mom, if you were to ask her, do you do this? She would have said, oh, no, no. But I mean, like, I was never allowed to have a bikini. Mm -hmm. I was never allowed to wear anything too tight or revealing. And it was always like, you don't want to advertise. You don't want to. That's what Mm -hmm. I was told. Like, when I was 14, I was told, you don't want to advertise. Wow. I just developed my own shame of my body on my yeah. own. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, then I developed it as well along with that. Um, and I remember, it was recently I made a comment about being at the gym and seeing, I don't know, you guys ever go to the gym and like women are completely naked in the locker room? That kind of freaks yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, they'll walk bit. around with their JJ yeah. hanging walk, out. Oh, walk yeah. around like in maybe nothing but, nothing but sneakers and like blow drying their hair naked. Yeah, like that. It freaks me out. It, yes. and I know it shouldn't, but it's like, I mean, come on now. Like, there's no need for that. Do you yeah. blow dry your hair naked at home? I, I don't know anybody who does. Well, I like, do, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it in a locker room. <laughs> I, I'm raising my hand on that. One. <laughs> it's too hot. The okay. Dryer, you know? Oh, that makes sense. I don't. I don't blow dry my hair a lot, so that's that's cool. That makes sense. But yeah. but I you made a to, comment. You don't have to put a snowsuit on to blow dry your hair. It's okay. <laughs> I made a comment about that to my mom, how like, oh, you know, it makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, my mom's like, 
That's just because I raised you to be ashamed of your body. I'm <laughs> sorry. Just, she just came right out and wow. said it. And I was like, well, yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks. I wasn't going to call you on it, but. <laughs> I told the story on a show that never actually got published. So I'll have to, I'll have to say this from now. Basically, I grew up dressing exactly like I do now, even with baggier clothes. Like I used to wear like <laughs> giant T-shirts that come down to here, baggy sh- pants and everything. And I was like half of the size I am now. Like I just, I hated the way it looked, whatever. One day, one of my friends says to me, she's like, you know, you have a really nice body. You should show it off a little bit more often. You know, just wear something that's a little bit more fitting. So one day I put on like this, I don't know exactly how to, describe it but it was like a tank top sort of thing and then i had this shirt that was like a crocheted like shirt that goes you know long sleeve and that was when the bell bottom sleeves were yeah in style. yeah so it was really super tight and then something just yeah, to cover it up just a little bit right, which was right. my way of like transitioning into mm-hmm. wearing something a little bit more form-fitting and i'm in chemistry class one day and we've all got the uh, ti-83 calculators <laughs> out you know and I feel somebody tap me on the shoulder and I look back and somebody's handing me a calculator and it's from the guy like a couple of seats back, one row over and on it, he's typed, I will pay you anything you want. <gasps> and I was like, I, I, because of who I am, I just assumed that he was mocking me. Right. Right. <laughs> and I was like, and I just passed back and I turned around and I never did that ever again. <laughs> right. Right. Aww. And I was like, because that, because it. then you're taught to feel like you asked for it. Right. Yeah. And I didn't really feel like, I mean, honestly, I did feel like he was mocking it. Like it was just like a joke. Cause that's what I just, I still do that. Like if somebody right. pays me a compliment, I'm like, are you, are you being sarcastic? Right. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I totally asshole. understand that. But at the same time, as a friend looking at you, I'm sure that that's not where he was coming from, but I know the whole I thing just made me feel so uncomfortable. I was just yeah. like, okay. And then looking back at it, I was just like, you know, I should have typed back something like, um, you know, college tuition is kind of pricey. Because <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah. would have for college tuition. <laughs> God, I the way I grew up, I mean, I knew I was gay a long freaking time ago. <laughs> my mom would put my hair in pigtails and I would rapidly rip my hair out trying to get the pigtails out. And so me in a dress is like, I feel like the biggest dumbass when I'm in a dress and people are like oh my god you look so good da, 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 da. and I'm like I feel like an idiot mm-hmm. I feel so I feel like how a guy would feel if a guy put on a dress like that's how I feel about it like it's just so unnatural and so I grew up I was in the era where baggy pants started in the 90s mm-hmm. way back when yeah I was the idiot walking around <laughs> with pants hanging below my ass oversized t-shirts from mm-hmm. Benetton or some shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, mine was always, you know, you were, how do you say it? So they're always telling you to eat, but then they're telling you getting too fat. Right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, well, what is it? You know, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to eat and then throw up? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. seriously, but it, it is one of those things too. Like, even if a shirt was just a little bit too tight, my mom would be like, hmm, right. no. That's not good. Or, you know, or just looking at me like your arms look really big in that. Just, I mean, just. Jeez. Oh, so I'm like, well, go on. Thanks. Let me go and put my pajamas on because I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a complex mom. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you can't, you can't win for trying or anything. You just right. have been kind of told, yeah, that, that looks good, but not for you. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, let's all be a little bit more comfortable with ourselves. Uh, if if Miley were here, I would give her a big hug. It's 
smack I'd, that baby. I'd try to reach out and touch a titty, yeah. and then I'd <laughs> give her a hug. I would lick her face like she <laughs> rick, lick that sledgehammer. I'd be housing a beaver by the end of all that. <laughs> I was just thinking how weird it was to look if that lady looked up into the study room <laughs> as I'm going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> And if Sinead O'Connor were here. I'd rub her head and make yeah, a wish. For good luck. <laughs> And I would thank her for nothing compares. That's a beautiful song. That's a good it song. Was, Isn't it a Prince song? It is. I was going to say, Prince is the... Oh, yeah. yeah he wrote song. it... Didn't he write it for somebody else? Could And be. then she yeah. took it, yeah. He used to write songs for women he wanted to screw. Apollonia? <laughs> yeah. And um, what's the... He wrote a um, a bangle song, too. Oh, for Susan. Oh, the lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sheena Easton, he wrote her a couple of songs, too. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure yeah. he banged her, so... yeah. yeah. And if I'm wrong, Prince I'm sorry, Sheena. Around. Sorry, Sheena. <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up because this mini skirt's like longer than some of our regular shows now. Wow. No. Okay. <laughs> Nothing compares to my mini skirt when I was jumping fences in Sharknado. <laughs> that was like three hours long. <laughs> I don't know how to tell a short story. <laughs> it was a great story. Anyway, so review us on iTunes, Stitcher. And we're now on the Zoom marketplace if you have a Windows phone, supposedly. Zoom. Let us know if it's not because I'll email that guy back and be like, bitch, put us up on there. <laughs> so, um, Listener challenge. <laughs> Listener <laughs> challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. And uh, see you next Tuesday. Bye. Ray Harryhausen? Harryhausen. tribute. <laughs> is that Anastasia's brother? <laughs> is that a gay porn name? Anastasia Bieberhausen? Is she related to Ray Harryhausen? We're cousins. <laughs> cousins? We're cousins. We're going to that out. Now we have to leave it yeah. in. He's my cousin. <laughs> my cousin. Because <laughs> Bieberhausen could be hyphenated, right? Anastasia Beaver my married last name is Beaver Harry and I got married into the Housen family. Housen <laughs> Beavers. There you go. Housen Beavers. Housen a beaver right now. <laughs> is that like a term for lady boner? Housen <laughs> a beaver. No. <laughs> it's going to be for now on. 